AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ricky, come in. <laughs> um, we've just done the pod. <laughs> Ricky went, oh, fuck, I've got to tell the story. So um, this is the intro to the Fighting Got podcast. Uh, so, so, uh, but you're going to hear Ricky's story now. Soldiers Lost in Battle okay, uh, is in this episode to talk about Man United and all the other Spurs stuff. But, Rick, go on. Um, yeah, so you've got a problem with your knee, you? Yeah, you've got a problem with my knee. I've been seeing a, a, a chiropractor and... Um, 
How's your day? I had to strip down to my boxer, was on the bed, and she's working on my quads, the lower part of my quads, and then she was like, needed to work on the, the, the upper part of my thigh. Um, so she hitched up my, my boxer shorts on the right hand side, and then she hitched up my boxer shorts on the left hand side, and then my dick popped out. <laughs> It's not like I'm well endowed or anything. Like, I'm like really, really average at best. So how that manages to, to get out, I don't know. Oh, mate, not um, only has God sort of blessed you with average cock, yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. also fucked you with him yeah. because it's somehow managed to pop out yeah, the leg. Exactly. So she's hitched up the boxers rather yeah, than like, down. Yeah, you know, like if you've got um, if you've got trunk boxer shorts mm. and to get to the top of the fight, you pull it so so they look like pants, <laughs> like hitched up like that. So I was there, and one side was like pants, the other side, oh hello. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, I mean, you know, did you go? Oh. <laughs> I just quickly, I just kind of like looked and like looked at her, and her eyes, mate. I just like tapped it. Over. <laughs> <laughs> just like, sorry about that. She must have seen quite a few episodes like that, but I was like, I was surprised, but also like, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit like. Oh, Did she laugh? Uh, no, she didn't. She, she, we, we just quickly just um, went over to a different conversation. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, the fighting cock <laughs> or Ricky's cock. It's the fighting. This episode 43, season 8 of the Fighting Cock Podcast. I just want to say, it's fine. It is fine. It's all fine. It's all fine. Ricky? Yeah? It's fine, isn't it? Yeah, mate, of course it is. I think it's fine. Yeah, 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 definitely. Buddy? <laughs> i got one or two things. He's got a, few, a couple of things he wants to get off his chest, right? And it's not, you know... what I like to always try and look at things positively, but sometimes that's not the way all fans are thinking, right? And that's fair enough, and everyone can respond to a defeat in the way they want. So... Buddy, he's got the floor for two minutes just to get it all off his chest and we're not going to interrupt him, won't say anything and just say what you want yeah. and then we'll get on with a podcast so you can purge. I need to put a caveat in front of this though because these are not beliefs, these are fears. Right. My fears are Kane is dead. <laughs> Kane, we won't see Kane for another five weeks. My fears are Vertonghen has gone full Ledley King and he can't run anymore. Um, my fears are Trippier is it's not a fear that's a reality Trippier's dead <laughs> we're gonna go the next month with Harry Wiggs <coughs> chasing around Dortmund's midfield and there's just a few things they, these are ultimate fears you know at night when the darkness creeps into your room and there's these one or two things which play on your mind it's those Vertonghen Son, son's not interested. All he's thinking about is going back to Korea and playing for them he hasn't been interested for two games but my biggest fear is Vertonghen He's my, dead. My, my, my biggest fear is that I'll be hit by a car. <laughs> it's, that's just one thing. Is it? I, I think that's the way I'll go. Yeah. A car? Yeah, a car. And my other fear is that I watch Bird Box, and uh, I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> I've but seen it. I said to my wife, like, fuck, death is just like around the corner. This is my weekend, man. What? Fucking Spurs. <laughs> what do you mean death's just around the corner? Death's just around the corner for all of us. What are we going to do, man? I said, I said <laughs> My wife, I got my wife in tears Sunday night. I thought I'd been all right. I went and got a Nando's takeaway, which is out of character. Came home, Nando's, Bird Box, and um, she got scared and she started crying because I'm like, what happens when one of us goes? The other one's got to carry on. What? Jeez. Fucking Tottenham. 
Absolute dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm over it. I'm yeah, done. done. You're done. <laughs> it's going to be all right. We're going to spend 100 mil this month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you feel better? Any better? Not really. Uh, well, but I haven't been able to speak to anybody about this all day because I don't work. Anyone I work with doesn't give a shit about So people. you're saying that your Spurs, Spurs, the, the 1 0 Spurs defeat sent you into an existential crisis? Yeah, it did. It really did. And Bird Box did me as well. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> but I'm alright I'm with you guys now I'm, yeah. I've released it I'm out I'm ready to be positive and we're, you know. I'll give you I'll give you my 30 seconds on the game okay. I think that um, it was a surprise for Solskjaer to sit up in the same formation as he did as Spurs kind of matched us he showed more tactical ability and understanding than I thought he would um, we tried to press them on the flanks we tried to get our full backs forward and we tried to press the game and Man United were happy for, us, for to, to to let us have the ball, and they they broke in the same way that we did and dismantled them in the first half. That was pretty much it, and they could have probably been two or three up. I so, I thought we were in had a measure of control to the game, and obviously had our finishing been better, we'd be here now basking in the mm. glorious games. I don't think there was too much of an issue there. Man United were they were under Solskjaer, but they were still peak Mourinho. They were punishing us, punishing a mistake, and hitting us on the counter. So I, I think long term there's not too much to be concerned about other than the injuries. It's good you're already coming around. You see what I mean? I'm yeah. around because we played and losing to Soko was a massive loss because the moment we he went out, all of a sudden Pogba found himself a space, picked up a sloppy pass, and mm. punished us. But yeah, we were right. Yeah. <laughs> Second half, we, if we hit the target nine, ten times, yeah. which is mad. You know, yeah. you go a whole game, two games without hitting the target ten times. That's mad. But I mean, uh, like, from from the start, like United setting up with. Uh, Rashford, Lingard and Martial, I, you, you just kind of knew with those quickness of the players uh, that they'd be hitting us on the counter. And uh, Toby and Jan, uh, especially him coming back from injury, that you know they're not the fastest players, but I, I thought that's where they would try and target us. Mm-hmm. And as uh, Trips and Davies like, try and push on, that um, just to isolate those two at the back uh, and just passed forward quickly uh, like, at lightning speed and they did that and um, and then they got their kind of uh, counter-attacking goal and then uh, second half uh, there's a bit of a change of formation from Poch um, and I think United felt strong enough just to kind of sit behind um, uh, as a unit and just absorb all the pressure and Apart from um, De Gea having a bit of a weldy and s- some of our shots that could have been put into um, the far corners, uh, you know, our shooting could have been better. I mean, like you're saying, I think I, I think it is actually totaled like eleven shots on target or was some it? shit like that. Yeah. Um, but then there were there was some uh, crazy stat at like half time that come up and like I think it was like since '94 or something like that. United haven't lost a game at half time when, when they've the been lead. one, one like, or where they've been leading, and I was just like, well. I can kind of guess where this game's going to go. I mean, I I thought De Gea played well, but I, he wasn't like kind of Tim Krull no. levels of amazingness. But he the saves he made were saves you'd expect a top six goalkeeper to save. What? Uh... But Tim Krull, I don't know if you remember that game he, the, when we lost to Newcastle. Right, right. Yeah. right I understand he the was making ridiculous <laughs> saves, which were worldies. Yeah. I think had we been better in front of goal, we would have smashed him, as XG says. Yeah, and, and like, what, was, what was there actually? It must have two, been two. It's high. Is that that's high? It's pretty high, right? right. And like, a lot of the thing is, you know, like obviously Barley's feeling really down. And normally, after these results, um, depending on who it's against, like, I do feel I feel it really bad. But yesterday, I was kind of like a bit more pragmatic about it, and 
uh, for teams like, you know, where are we supposed to be? Where, where do we think we'll finish at the moment? And like City and Liverpool have spent a lot of money on, you know, just one player. Mm. Um, so they are going to be going for the championship or, or you know, or, or that high end, high end of the, the league. Um, with Chelsea, Arsenal, United, they, they will spend money. So you'd expect them to be uh, third or, or fourth. Mm. And us who have not spent a penny on a player... Um, going into the, the you know this season without doing that, uh, the, the problems with uh, the stadium and, and other things, you would think you know it, it would be for us to get top four over them. It'd be it would be bloody impressive. Yeah, and we are still there. We're still third. Um, you know, we, I, I don't think we're going to the league. No, but no, no, not not. But we're we're going to be fine. Like based on even that performance, the second half performance yeah, is one yeah. of the best I've seen under Pochettino. I mean, Pochettino even said it was his best. Yeah, we completely controlled that second half. Like they, I, I, I was, I was, I was working for this game, and um, I was, I was watching it with this Man United fan, and I said, are they, are they knackered? Are they tired? Like, have they expended all the energy? And he goes, no, the Spurs have just changed the system. And have completely changed the flow of the game, and we just can't do much about this. And uh, for me, that was kind of—I don't know—I I took some. It, it's worse if you lose one 0 like we lost against Wolves. Yeah, there was very little to take from that. Yeah, it that, was, that was painful. That, that was a hard one. Yeah, when you go out and that, and, and, and you know, you lose in the second second half the way we did, hit the target eleven times. The finishing should have been better, but that—that's really, really where the criticism ends. Yeah. In that second half, you kind of look at it and think, well, what? Some it's football. Some, yeah. so these things happen. Yeah, I, I think what's um, made it worse is the injuries that have come off the back of the game. Oh, yeah. Especially when you lose someone like um, Sissoko, who's been key to our team, and you're now left with the fact that we don't have many fit centre midfielders anymore. That's I think that's oh. where the, the, the result has got worse, and the fact that Kane was um, limping off. Those what, has it been confirmed that his injury yet? Does anyone know? I don't know, but for me, like, if he was uh, carried off on a stretcher or, you know, um, like, he, he was helped off the field or whatever, he was hobbling off the field. And mm, I think if they, if they thought it was, like, major serious, you wouldn't leave your star striker hobbling mm. off the field. He was walking gingerly. He's, um, prone, he's prone to that twisted ankle, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, it seems like there's another one. The first time he did it, he was out for 13 weeks. The second time, it was about five or six. So... Fingers crossed. Well, it's, it's perfectly timed because when Son Son goes, and Janssen's definitely not in. Isn't that? I mean, good. Like fucking. If the answer is Janssen, and you got Lorente, you know maybe this is it. <laughs> like with, with the Janssen stuff, I, I just think you know, like Potts is kind just of stop you right there when he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, it was the bit where uh, kind of, you know. It, it, Potts seems like a fair guy, and like if you try and apply yourself, and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, you're the finished article as long as you listen to me and you try your hardest and wait for your opportunities. That, no, no, you're out, mate. Yeah, that's it. You're not good enough. Yeah, no matter how hard you train at the moment. Yeah, no, yeah, not get out of my sight. I'm yeah. not talking to you. Um, he, Jansen, when we, when we signed him and he did start a few games, or I think when Kane was injured, he covered for a bit, if I remember rightly. And I looked at him and I said, I. I from the start, he looked like one of the least intelligent footballers I've ever seen. These <laughs> runs were horrendous. Yeah, his position in the box was all all off. I don't know what what it. Mm-hmm. It's just not of the required ability, and it's a good thing that Potch has just come and put a line under that. Um, we're doing a fight, uh, fight got social. Go on. Twenty fourth January. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea away with no Kane, no Son, <laughs> but uh, just need a clean sheet. 
all I would say is it, exactly we just need a clean sheet and play a diamond make it tight like the first game maybe we'll get it um, if we win incredible scenes if we lose we do it together in the EV bar yeah. you've got to pay £5 for the privilege <laughs> doing that. Uh, and uh, remember the Fighting Cock is uh, sponsored by fans but as well they're putting on one of these socials for us they're going to buy everyone's tickets not for this game because we haven't managed to sort it out yet we've got to get it signed off with them but it, we're, we're doing a few more before the scenes and that'll be one of those so keep an eye out for that yeah, tickets you can go to the fightingcock.co.uk forward slash social or it's the pin tweet on Twitter um Nicky150 says, uh, trip is pass. When was the last time you fucked up that badly at work? And what did you do? I, I'd totally forgotten about this until I read the question, but um, a lifetime ago, I was working at like a um, an event and like gourmet doing gourmet burgers and stuff. I have no idea what you... I'm, no, I'm no, so no. excited. <laughs> no, no, it's nothing sexual. Right. It's like, not all my... Mate, you choose your own up where I put my willy, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... We we rocked up to do this big event and I'd done all the prep, like shitloads of salad, got cheese, got bacon, doing all, meant to sell a thousand burgers. And this Polish chap, Peter, goes to me, Anthony, where's the bread? I forgot, I forgot to order the fucking bread. <laughs> oh. Rocked up at an event, 1,000 burgers to sell, got fucking... No, no buns. No buns. <laughs> I had to send Peter to Sainsbury's <laughs> to buy a thousand buns. Clean the cleaner as much as he could. And I had to ring a local baker's, and we were. I must remember we were selling burgers in ciabatta, in focaccia, all different fucking random bits of bread. And He's... my boss turned up, and we were just like, "Fuck's going on?" And I was just like, "I fucked up." What, what did they say? Well, he was pissed off. Did I didn't. It didn't happen again. No. But I didn't get sacked. Didn't get a warning or anything like that. No, no. It's not an honest mistake. Yeah, I and mean, I think you it's know, kind of an essential part of <laughs> selling know, burgers. Bread. Yeah, you thought you beat though. You know, he went to the shops and got some more bread and that. So yeah, but right. didn't do anything for our margins. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Starts costing money then. Exactly. Uh, Rick. Yeah, so I won't. Yeah, uh, I won't say like my my current current job, but uh, in a previous role, I worked for a reputable um, hospital, and I was working in their press office. And one of the journos rang me up, and they were doing a kind of comparison on um, when you're uh, an, a kind of an inpatient and you spend money on meals, how much is allocated per person <laughs> uh, per patient? And um, I'd done all my calculations and stuff like that, and went back to them. Um, and I'd done everything right, um, and then in the, the the next day in the Daily Telegraph um, was this huge article that we were like the top in the top three NHS trusts that give the worst money per patient. <laughs> what I didn't realise was that a lot of these hospitals were overnight, and we were only a day hospital, so people were just getting soup and bread, <laughs> whereas the geezers down the road are getting a full roast dinner. And like, and, and like I just, and then I went into my boss's office. And she she knew that I was like proper crestfallen about, it. and she was like Ricky, like uh, in this job you are going to get your fingers burnt. And Ricky, Rick, look at me, Ricky. <laughs> it's like just like, and I just couldn't couldn't make eye contact. <laughs> just your head was down. Yeah, like yeah, that. that was it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> but uh, you know, like uh, as part of your role as a press officer, is to defend. Uh, the reputation of yeah. the company and I failed miserably. <laughs> you made it worse. So I just got out of the kitchen. Don't want to deal with journeys anymore, that's it. What, you left? Yeah, I, I did leave, yeah. And I, 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 uh, I've just gone into different job roles and that as well. So that was my, that was my major fuck-up being in the Daily Telegraph because of that. That's pretty good. Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you not? No, it's good. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that happened. 
Um, <laughs> I've learned it. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like hardening for your, yeah, for your soul. Yeah, and ultimately that fucking matters, does it? No. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Tele- Daily Telegraph. Yeah, yeah. No, but fucking. Um, I, uh, I I think I might have told this before, but I I was at work and my boss uh, had given me. I worked for a football media company called Bull Street, and the, the boss. I was talking about my, to my boss about whiskey and stuff like that and he said I've got a bottle of whiskey at home I don't like it I'll bring it in for you and I was like lovely anyway I um, I ran upstairs to before we were going to record and there on the desk is a brand new bottle of rum and I thought oh you must have meant rum not whiskey because it's on my desk perfect anyway uh, I drink it over the space of about a week and uh, it was Captain Morgan's spiced rum I drank it over the course of a week and come in and uh, my boss comes in and he says, anyone seen that limited edition uh, Captain Morgan Spice Rum for Wes Morgan for, for, for Leicester winning the league? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I knew. I knew what I'd done. I drank it. I drank the limited edition. There was only like 30 in the world. <laughs> and I just casually sipped it while we did the pod. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can get them for about 20 quid on eBay, though, so it's not so bad. <laughs> um, did you see Pogba's challenge on Deli Alley? Uh, I was yeah. at the game. I didn't, I didn't see it. Uh, uh, didn't re- see it live. Well, whether you think it was uh, intentional or not. Still a red. Yeah. yeah it could have, I mean, it's a cliche, but could have broke his leg. Yeah, it was a terrible challenge. Terrible. I don't know. Maybe I was in the stadium and my, my opinion was swayed, but I thought the refereeing was pretty bad. I don't know if it was like that on TV, because, you know, in, in the stadium, you all kind of jump on the bandwagon. Mike Dean's a cunt, but... Uh, I don't remember noticing anything, really, uh, but I was pretty drunk while I was at work. No, so. yeah, I, I don't... For that game, I didn't. I, against when, we, when we played against uh, Chelsea in the Cup, I was, like, livid with the ref. But yeah. when I got back to the WhatsApp group, everyone, like, were you and yeah. Flav and Windy were like, no, no, fair game, but... In the stadium, you get kind of caught up in it all, and everybody's against you. Yeah. Um, I thought Mike Dean was against us, but I guess I guess not. Um, I don't know. I I, I, could, I mean, maybe I was I was so tense that I can't, couldn't kind of concentrate on the ref. So, you know, when you yeah, kind of yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but it should have been definitely should have been a, a red card. Um, and you know, like like we said before, it was disappointing that we didn't get a result, but. Felix uh, Groughton on Twitter, he says, do we urgently need new signs in January with Sissoko injured and Kane potentially injured and Lorente probably being sold? I don't think Lorente will be sold. Um, do we, yeah, we need them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we needed them last summer. Yeah, we, we, definitely, we, we definitely need them, but that's not the question. That shouldn't be the question. The no. question is whether we're, we're going to buy anyone. Who, and uh, who would you buy? Like, well, that's the thing. Like, I don't. I, I, what, what positions would you buy? Well, we're not going to buy another forward. We've got three at the club already. Centre midfield. I. What's wrong? Why don't we go out and buy get some loans in? Like other people loan players. Why don't we? What, when was the last time we even loaned a player? I don't know. Fuck. Can't remember. Like, if we ain't got any money, fine. We're going to fucking loan someone. Get some bodies in. Or is it the Pochettino system and style players doesn't allow for a short-term loan they they won't be up to speed? I think it's probably that because it took Lucas Moore like a good six months to bed in and learn how to play. Um, I don't think he wants a loan because generally loan players haven't been playing elsewhere and maybe aren't fit enough to carry out his game. He doesn't want to invest the time mm. in somebody who's on loan. I guess, maybe. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably say as well, like Levy doesn't see 
uh, the value in it. He's paying someone's wages who's ultimately not going to be there by the end of the season. So it's like... Do you, do you think there's ever been a conversation, like Potch has ever, ever gone to leave and go, do any money? <laughs> yeah. I know, we talked about this before, but can I have some money, please? Do any of ever just done that? Yeah, I, I, I think they... Uh, to me, it comes across that they've got a really good working relationship. And if... Um, if Potch really wants someone and that will make a difference to the squad um, and that they can come in for um, uh, an agreed fee that where we're not getting our pants completely pulled down um, and obviously the player and the clubs can all agree that then we'll do it but there are so many different um, variables and when, when a transfer deal goes through mm. that you don't always want to you know we're, we're in this position now we know like everyone knows Kane is potentially injured and going to be out like strikers, Callum Wilson, and all that, like where he would cost thirty million last week, is now well, actually, it's about fifty-five now, mate. Yeah. And you're just like, am I going to spend that much? Like, am I really going to do that? And it's like, I, I don't know. With the stadium and stuff like that, and even without the stadium, would you really still spend fifty? Million? Still spend fifty million? I would on Callum Wilson. Would you? Yeah, yeah, I rate him. I think he's very good. I rate him, but I, I don't and know. I mean, that I, seems a lot. It's, it does. <laughs> you know, there's two players, I think. I think getting Josh King in, potentially, would plug a gap yeah. between now. But if we're, like you say, they, when we were in for him last summer, if we were, we were being quoted 30 million, 35 million. But that's that's just the going price. Um, Adoy, Hudson Adoy at Chelsea's barely kicked the ball, and Bayern Munich are going to spend 35 million on him. If we had gone for him, we would have to spend 50 because mm. like, yeah. rivals. But that's just, that's just the price. I think Levy needs to adjust his um, sights now that pretty much every transfer from here on in is going to be close to, if not, our transfer record from now on. That's just how money is now. Do you think Levy's got like a filing cabinet and he's got the uh, the the year like 2001 transfer fees and he just keeps getting that and he goes, no, that's overpriced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking at the wrong price index. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's the price, these days, that's the price. We spent 40-something million on Sanchez <coughs> and that's just how much a, a, an international player costs now, even an unproven one like that. The Tongan's back. He is. I know, I know you... you, 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 you. I mean, you come back from injury. But this is the second time he's gone back from injury too early because against Arsenal he was a bit ropey as well. I think Vertonghen being pushed in was um, kind of what, due to the fact what happened against Chelsea, where Chelsea pressed us really high mm. and we were unable to play the ball out of the back because Alderweireld was cutting on onto left. his exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think P- Poch thought maybe Man United might high press us, so he squeezed Vertonghen in. I think going back, I think he would have played Sanchez instead because we we had time to play the ball out of defence. Yeah, um, I, I think it's so much more balanced though, isn't it, when Vertonghen? I know he's not up to but it's it's such a and his experience as well, and, and it's just like when he comes back, he's going to be rusty. There's going to be a few few games where he needs to get his rhythm and that partnership back with uh, Toby and stuff like that. Um, but it's the twice where he's been rushed back against lightning quick forwards, like I said, Aubameyang and Martial, Rashford. I just think he's been rushed back too quickly in games which are incorrect. I would have preferred to have seen Sanchez play. Yeah. Fair enough. I think he's got a lot lot to prove, Sanchez, for me. Yeah. I I, I see the potential in him. I think... Um, I, don't know. I don't think he's all that. I think he's better than a half-fit Vertonghen. 
What was what was your uh, what was your claim? Do you remember, like at yeah. the beginning of the pod, that you yeah, said some madness about he, Ledley he, King. Yeah, man. he's going to be better than Ledley King. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to fuck it. I'm not. I'm doubling down. I uh, stand by. Yeah, no, okay, fuck. well done. Go I'm on, not chickening out of an yeah, opinion. Well done. Well, it's basically just like. By the time the time it would take for him to prove or disprove your point, it's like it's fucking years. Yeah, well, I, I think Sanchez is a young man who's King came to us at a different time. King is a legend and he's a lovely player, and I love him immensely. But different times, man. King filled, filled a gap when Judas left, and he was all we had to hang on to. Our team has now massively improved, so the level had King been arrived now, he would be like a Winks kind of player who great that he's one of ours but he wouldn't be the standout player in our team but in his Whereas prime then, he would have been possibly but when was King's prime because he was always cut short and it's unfortunate that we never actually saw him in his prime I can't I wait to one that, day have a live show with Ledley King <laughs> I don't think there would have been as big a fanfare now All right, Ledley. but Ledley King this is Bardi I love you Did, King didn't rate you that much yeah, sure. <laughs> Fucking, um, I still remember that. Never forget the the final against um, Blackburn when it went through his legs and then passed Sullivan. Why did you focus on this shit? <laughs> like, never forget. I that. forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Close your legs. King. I didn't even know that. I still don't. Yeah. Look, but I was just concentrating on the goal he scored against fucking West Ham, that Edder, or, or yeah. you know. And the goal he scored against Arsenal, which we ended up losing that game. All right, we need to do some work with Bardi. I think he's, he's, he's internalising too much negativity here. I'm really positive, though. <laughs> Are you positive about a Winks? Winks skip, double pivot. I thought no. Winks was excellent against Man United. I really liked the cut of his jib. I thought he was great. Yeah, but next to skip. I don't. I haven't seen enough of skip. I, I kind of... Like no, Sissoko's injured. I'm not sure what else we've got. What else we do? Dembele's going to China. Yeah. And uh, Skip and Winks. I mean, they'll work hard. Yeah, yeah. British. You know. <laughs> they're, they're British. Yeah, listen to instructions. Yeah. Work hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's all Poch needs, isn't it? But I think, uh, like, in the the longer term of things, um, for like when we're talking about oh, who can we get in and stuff like that, the, 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 the two players that are there, I mean, like, for, for the last couple of seasons, it's been uh, Dembele, Dyer, uh, Winks, now Skip, Sissoko. I think kind of if we had to, if we want to take it to the next level, we need to buy a player that is already experienced and established in that role, um, and that can do the job. That now Dembele's gone. Mm. That's someone that will play in week in week out, maintain that rhythm. Um, I think that's where we need to be looking at. I think Winks, uh, Skip, uh, Dyer, Sissoko, they are all really useful squad players, and on their day. Um, c- can you know give something to the team? But as if we want to take it to the next level, I think that's where I would be personally looking. Yeah, yeah. And Dombele. Yeah, and Dombele. Yeah, and Dombele. Yeah, I saw a YouTube show. Real mm. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to stop w- watching that show. And it's that. What is it? What in fourteen? I don't know. Is it is it the Scout Report or something like that mm. with the, that music in yeah. the background? Yeah, yeah. I, and I just love it. I just think, oh, sign him now. It's <laughs> Dombele. <laughs> Uh, was it goals, skills? Yeah. <laughs> goals, skills, and tricks. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd buy him. Oh, do you remember the first one I saw? Do you remember the first one you ever saw of those? No. Mine was young. What's his name? That left back that was right footed. We had in 2005. Terry a- a- Asian guy. Oh, young Young Pio. Yeah. I remember seeing him. Where did we get him from Germany? Um, I, I thought was it PSV? I thought it was PSV. All right, yeah. yeah. And that, I remember watching a skills video of him yeah. on YouTube, going, "Oh 
we've got one here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, at the time, they, they didn't exist. Those things yeah. weren't, you don't realise what, what it was. At the time, I was like, fuck me, how have we got this guy? Do you remember his debut when he just burnt up Carragher? He just, I think it was against Liverpool, he just attacked the space and it was just like, fuck. Um, I thought he like he he was like early Gareth Gareth, um, Gareth Bale. <laughs> um, Could have been. Uh, he was like one. Of the, I mean, I quite liked him. Like, yeah. I don't remember him leaving. I just like one day he weren't there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, no impact whatsoever. Um, what, what was I going to say? Uh, did you hear the report um, about some sort of racist stuff yesterday? Uh, what was it? I forgot. Yeah, I, I, there was something like, uh, I think... Uh, Being I, racist towards Son. Yeah, yeah I, I, from my understanding on Twitter, there was uh, some fans that were uh, singing racist chants about Son, um, and then a, a guy approached them to say, like, like turn it in, lads. Um, and they like turn around and just yeah, they turned on. And, of course they did. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and he was in front of his son, like trying to you know, do the good thing in front of his son just to say, look, yeah. Turn it in, and they just went on him. Yeah. There are some people responding to the the the. the it was in the Evening Standard, weren't they? And responding on Twitter saying, "And was it Spurs fans?" Mm. Spurs and, and say and they're saying that oh, I don't believe this. I can't believe it. But I think sometimes our own fans and fans also have an idealistic idea about what Spurs are yeah. and what whoever the football club we belong to are. Spurs have all, all football fan bases. Football is a microcosm of society. Have people that hold certain beliefs. Yeah. Um, so don't be surprised when this stuff happens. What? What? I can't. I, I'd imagine it would have been some sort of like reference to uh, <laughs> <laughs> South Korea. Yeah. But the the point the point I'm making is that it's like one of those. It's the ones they're not digging him out because they hate him. It's kind of like singing a, a completely inappropriate song. Yeah. In a kind of jovial way, in the same way that Man United fans did about Lukaku and his wi- the side of his willy. Yeah, but it's too stupid. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just uh, oh, fucking know it is what it is. Scumbags everywhere, aren't they? Uh, Saving p- p- push back. So, sorry, just to, just to, just to go back on that point. Mm. If either of you two heard something in the stadium on the concourse, or whatever, join in. W- would you? <laughs> right, okay. get drunk. We got join in, and then we got. <laughs> Like, would you would you would you uh, sit there and just uh, like internalise and be like, oh fucking dick, I'll leave it. It's a football. Would you actually go out and say to uh, uh, and approach them and say like, I, like I don't agree with what you're saying or what you're saying is racist or homophobic or whatever, or would you just let it go? I don't know. It's, it's very it's very difficult. I I don't I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't I haven't experienced it at Tottenham. I um, I, don't know. I, I I mean after a game in uh, well Lane a couple of years ago. I saw three men lift up a South Korean man and chant Hun Min Song as they lifted him up and carried him down the road. Uh, and that's racist. Yeah. I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. I wasn't... I mean, I looked at it and I thought, that is ridiculous. It's because you it, were holding his arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I looked at it and I thought, that is... I mean, that's really offensive. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was loving it. Yeah. Cracking up he was. Uh, no, I, I, it's a good question, Rick. I don't know. I don't honestly don't know what I'd do if I was with my kid and someone was being, uh, they were singing that song. I'd probably just say to them what they listen to. They're saying these guys are idiots. Yeah. Don't be like them. I doubt with my kid I would go. I'd confront a, a group of eight men because you don't want to. You don't want to be called a cunt in front of your kid either, do you? No. 
Um, but the right thing to do is to kind of challenge behaviour that you consider to be um, offensive. But not everybody has the same levels of what they find offended, offensive. So everybody should be free to say what they want to say, but you also need to be prepared to face the consequences of your words. Yeah. Um, what would you do? No, no, no. I, 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 the vast majority of the time... Um, I, I probably wouldn't. Mm. I mean, like be, being like a, a Asian background and, and and hearing stuff and that, like you know, I've heard it throughout my life. But um, in my mind, it's like I could go over and say something and the, the, just have like loads of aggro yeah. looking over your shoulder as you come out of the stadium. You, yeah. you know, you don't know what like what, what people are up to and stuff like that. And for the sake <coughs> of that, I'd rather just sit here in peace and just yeah. uh, and just watch the game and get on with it. But if it if it was like very aggressive intense pointing at someone like real like proper yeah. bullying vitriol yeah. yeah yeah of course then, then you, you, you'd have to step in but apart from that I, I don't know whether it's like from having kids or, or, or whatever but the, the thought of me doing something and something potentially getting out of, out of hand yeah and then that could you know it could put, I'm not saying it's going to you know affect my life or kill me or whatever but yeah, I just yeah, want to but... get myself removed from there because I just want to get home to my family at the end of the day so I'm not but that, that this is part of the problem because people like I don't know I guess me that wouldn't actually I don't think approach someone. Um, it is a problem because everyone has a responsibility to uphold uh, a level of decency, and if someone is being abhorrent, then the right thing to do would probably be to challenge that behaviour. But what's right? And I know racist challenging is wrong, but it's wrong in the the people in the heads of the people that believe it's wrong. Yeah. So you're not going to change these people's minds because you're challenging it. And you yeah. educate them, sit down and talk to them in that instance. But just to say, oh, you can't shut up like that. Yeah. It's, uh, that isn't the way that you fix these situations, I don't think. I, my problem is I've got to a stage where I've kind of lost faith in, I, like, I don't give a fuck what human beings do to each other anymore. Yeah. yeah. You've got, you, you gone there, haven't you? Yeah, 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 I'm there. Yeah, like, quite... like, we're, like, we, we, have done, we, we have done terrible things to yeah. each other. Uh, and I'm not surprised. In fact, I'm expectant of people to be racist at yeah. times because we still live in a light, in a world where children are being blown up. Yeah. So, fucking man, I don't really give a shit enough to try and stop someone from doing it. No, that's fair enough. That's where I'm at. Um, I reckon I'll probably go in a car crash as well, Rick. Yeah, do you know what? I, I th- I, th- I've got that in me. That's how you're going to die. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I've got that, or, or cancer as well. Like, I mean, the, you know, that's a pretty obvious one to say, but like... Yeah. I've like, pro- known really, my luck, I'll probably have cancer on the way to the hospital and die. <laughs> <in the car. laughs> Double siege. Yeah. Cancer and crash. Uh, but yeah, but cancer's kind of like a one in three, isn't it? So it's kind of really common, but... I think a plane. I just got. Oh, oh god! I'm going to have a weird way where I'm just going to be a number. I'm just going to be a statistic. <laughs> you no, be, no one's going to remember. Yeah, it's just 90, uh, no, 90, 98 people died on a plane, and that's just one of them. Just was one of them was me. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll sing for it. Body was in that if number. <laughs> if I'm going to plane, can't forget. <laughs> if I'm going to go in a plane, I want to be full of like a different different. 
nationalities. So like, say, I don't know, like there was twenty Egyptians and four Nigerians, <laughs> five Brazilians and one Briton. <laughs> then you get the fucking, then yeah. you get the glory. Yeah. I'm being, <laughs> being the sun. Then one Brit, one Brit. Yeah. Then you lot were fucking. I get the glory. Then you lot were selling fucking uh, audio clips. Yeah, man. All jokes aside, it'd be really good if one of you lot died soon because it'd be good thinking, for the pod. Yeah, numbers. Really good numbers. for the pod. That could do yeah. with like, a little fucking documentary and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just like imagine it like this pod is dedicated to I'm going Ricky Fever <laughs> Instagram live yeah, oh, yeah. sell tickets that was social <laughs> social and Ricky's honour and we'll say all the money's going to these kids but we won't give it to them nice yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. we'll spend wake. it all on drugs and pause <laughs> that's how I'd want it to go really yeah. but we're, like in Ireland when they take the coffin around we'll take the coffin up the Seven Sisters Island yeah, yeah. we'll stop in all the pubs but yeah exactly but what we'll do is we'll get him like we'll get it all in wake up down there open an open casket and just carry Ricky's body and <laughs> put it on the pool table. You get an erection as well when you stay, apparently. No, just nice. Ricky wandering around with his master. Nice. Mm. Sweet. I'm up for this. Anyone want to ride? <laughs> <laughs> Five quid. <laughs> <laughs> Stadium's been pushed back <coughs> to March. Oh, who uh, gives a shit? Yeah, we're, not, we're not leaving Wembley this season. I don't, I, I don't see us leaving Wembley this season either. I just want to go. Yeah. I want to go back to. I want to go and watch football again. Yeah. That's what I haven't been for. I... Real Madrid was that your last game? Oh, yeah. I've, I, Arsenal. Arsenal. I fucking hate it. And you were talking about how much you hate it this time, didn't you? I don't. Kind of, Sunday some, was the final. Something. Something snapped for me. Just coming out of <laughs> going, coming out of the barriers and this dickheads with paper fucking tickets trying to. You know, you know, like when you're trying to thumb your penis in, trying to thumb in a floppy paper ticket. It's like fuck off, and then they're all stopping at the top of the stairs to take a picture of Wembley. How many fucking times have you been here? You still have to take photos of the fuck. What did what did what did you use? Did you use your phone? No, my Oyster card. No, no, to get in the stadium, you fell. Oh, no, 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 I'm talking about the turnstiles. At there, was, there was a dickhead in the queue trying to get in through gate M who was trying to, he couldn't fold his ticket in and, and get it in the slot. And I was watching him, he was in front of me. Dickhead couldn't fold his ticket into thirds to fit it in the slot. <coughs> is everything all right, buddy? Like, is it other than football? You're... Good, man. Good. <laughs> really just, I'm fed up at Wembley. Dickheads everywhere. Yeah. I just want to go back. Yeah. I'm going to go home. Um... You went to South Africa as well, didn't you, cheeky pig? South Africa was great. You didn't, I'd like, I, I, WhatsApp, I, 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 I kind of clicked, clicked that you weren't in the UK, and I was like, <laughs> where are you? So, oh, South Africa. I was like, fuck, how did, when did you, did you mention it? Um, yeah, I mentioned yeah. it a few times. You, oh, right. I think you muted me on what, everything. What, WhatsApp? <laughs> on everything. No, I muted everyone on, on thing. <clears throat> the problem with Twitter and having a WhatsApp group is you read everybody's opinions twice. Yeah. Most people put them both in. And uh, and obviously, when it's football related, when a timeline as small as the love the shirts, when you just got thirteen people, mm, yeah, you see everybody's fears for football magnified or their analysis, and it's just like I can't keep absorbing this. Like Rip, Alex got muted during the uh, during the um, when Poch. With look going to Man United because <laughs> he lost it, didn't he? Yeah, he, had, he, had, he had a meltdown. So I thought I can't read this. Muted, and then, and then after over a while, I'll unmute and until something else goes out. And Wendy's permanently mute. <laughs> permanently mute. Um, last week we did soldiers lost in battle. We introduced this. This is something from another podcast that I've nicked, but 
it's a great little segment and brings up really funny stories because what it is is essentially why you, the reason why you've missed what is potentially a great game of football or a game of football at all. So Ricky, if you know previous podcasts, I'm not going to mention it again. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes lit up then. <laughs> Ricky will remember it, old school. Fighting cock listeners will will know why Ricky missed a game once. Uh, one of the greatest stories ever. Yeah, Buddy, what have you? Any reasons why you might have missed a game? Um, I I missed a half. I missed a half of a game. What for? I smuggled um, a lady back into my parents' house and. Um, what do you mean? No, I had a night. Not like I smuggled her in a in a in a bag. Stopped <laughs> up in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good question. Really. It's because he thought on the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that story, mate. Not that one, mate. Um, go on. How, how did you smuggle? Firstly, well, I'd mo- I'd moved back home, so I was um, living back at home. Where did you meet this lady? Um, in, in a bar. Like you usually meet ladies. Yeah, and um. What was I the think, name? I'm not going to say names. Oh, yeah, okay. It was a Latin name, but I'm not saying names. <laughs> and I, I, I just got overexcited, and I <laughs> forgot I wasn't living on my own. I was moved back in my parents, and I, um, I smuggled her in. And my, I've, you know, when you're so pissed, you don't give a fuck about the consequences. Yeah. And my room was right next to my parents' room, cool. and um, that morning I woke up and my parents had gone for a walk. And my parents have never gone for <laughs> in their life. I think obviously they knew something had gone on, and they knew someone was in the house, and they um, they just decided that day to go for a walk to uh, just <laughs> to give, me, give, give me give me space. Off. That's that fair play to him. Yeah, and it was the game. I think we played Blackburn at home, and I was running so late. I had to get a taxi from um, Seven Sisters up, and I think we won one 0 and I missed. I think Pap scored, and I missed the goal, and I got there we just got, after. You got laid though. Again, you're focusing on the negative here. <laughs> you got laid. Yeah, but you know when you're so drunk and you're just running away and you never actually reach the the climax. The crescendo. The crescendo. I never had the crescendo. <laughs> was you angry at her? I bet you was angry. No, at her. I wasn't angry at all. But I was quite enjoying myself. <laughs> you're angry at her for not finishing you up. I did have to usher her out the next morning. I've got to go football. God, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Um, my brother actually I'm not sure I should say this someone I no I've already done it my brother um, <laughs> he used to sneak he um, sneak women in the, into this very house that we're sitting in <laughs> now when he was a bit of a lafario was uh, oh, my brother yeah I won't say his name um, and uh, he I remember <laughs> he's obviously he weren't a lot he was staying at my dad's house while he was moving out I don't know I can't remember why but he was staying at my dad's house for a while and he got this he pulled this bird and he said this is my Dad's house. He lives here, and she was like, "Right, whatever." So you need to get on my back, and I'll carry you up the stairs in piggyback, so that they don't hear two sets of <laughs> two, two beat going up. So he carried. Imagine pissed up, <laughs> probably chained up, and just carrying this bird up some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's really clever. Yeah, yeah you never thought about that. Yeah. Before. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I was lost in battle. So Jay, John, just to you know, get reasons why you missed going to Spurs. John Rayworth from Facebook, he says, OK, so, uh, so it was the 2017 FA Cup semi-final against Chelsea. Spent the afternoon drinking a bottle of vodka outside the ground, then stopped off at Wembley Way to roll a fag on the way to the game. Got separated from the group. Then, as I got to the stadium, I realised that my mate Joe had my ticket. I tried calling him, but no answer. Spent most of the game swaying outside the ground, absolutely wankered, slagging Joe off on social media. <laughs> eventually made it home in a cab I think later that night spoke to Joe later and he advised me that he'd given me my ticket earlier in the day and that I'd put it in my back pocket 
I didn't remember this, but checked out, and there was a ticket in my back pocket. <laughs> 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 oh great! Did you imagine oh. it going on to that cunt Joe? You fucking cunt, <laughs> mate! It, uh, that's uh. gutting. Absolutely going. Nice one, John. Very good. Uh, Fred, uh, Fred sixteen four. I'm talking about Fred sixteen seventy four. Off it He says technically, I didn't miss the game, but I didn't see much of it. The North London Derby 2016. On the way to the game, I had this strange blind spot in my right eye that I couldn't see out of. I carried on as normal, but by half-time I was completely blind and going a bit mad. I had to get this guy next to me to tell me what was happening. I heard our first goal, heard our first goal, but was completely out of it for the rest of the match. They took me to hospital and ran some tests and didn't even find out the score until later in the evening. Never really found out what, was, what it was, just a bad migraine, I think. <laughs> uh, anyway, despite being only uh, ten minutes away, I missed Kane's screamer when he calls it in from the outside the box. Um... What I like How about shit that. You missed that. I like the fact that he wasn't panicking at any moment about going blind. He was just going, I can't see the game. This is a nightmare. I can't see the game. He didn't like, he, like my my go to feeling if I was going blind in one eye I wouldn't be going, I'm gonna stick around. <laughs> see what happens. I'm gonna see what happens. Or not see. A lot of the time you kind of like in, in life you would think, oh shit, that's how oh, it will sort itself out. When your vision goes, you kind of yeah. think, right, I'm fucked here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, need to, I need to sort this out sharpish. There's certain things that if, you're, if your legs stop moving, you get chest pains, your eyes stop working, there's certain things you should seek medical advice. Yeah, yeah, everyone. T- t- tingling yeah. down your left arm. Yeah, yeah, and any of that. Yeah. All of that. Going deaf. Smelling toast. <laughs> smelling toast. Go and get help. Go and get help. Don't fucking sit around and... We drew the game. <laughs> That was a belter. Nice one. More of those. Uh, Nick90 underscore uh, THFC. He says, Nan's birthday, stupid cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Is it right to call you Nan a cunt? Um, Yeah. I've never had any. Those are great, actually. We've got more. Send in, uh, if you haven't already, send send in some more of those. We'll read them out next week. They're cracking. We did did one of these on another podcast. I did one for the weekend. And uh, there's a story called White Teeth. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, one of the greatest stories I've ever ever read. Really? Yeah. And it basically, it, it's it, this guy wrote one one part of it, and I won't spoil it because you should go and watch it. Where, 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 where it's on YouTube. Just type right. White Teeth Chronicles on right. YouTube, and this started from this this <laughs> this idea. And what was originally a two minute, three minute story ended up being a thirty minute, four part, uh, fucking epic. <laughs> It is credible. It all started for a reason why they couldn't. They missed the game because of what happened. Oh, it's fucking gold. Really, white teeth. Really it is really good, good isn't it? Um, finally, some questions. Kane, Kane is able on Reddit. It says, "Can diarrhea ever be enjoyable?" Or put it another way, if it was the norm, would you be would you be that upset? Now, Rick. Yeah. You, now, of anyone I I'm, I've known in my life. Yeah. You've. Um, You've had your fair share of diarrhea, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, loads. I used to get like quite bad, like extreme, like IBS, uh, and it, it wouldn't result in like uh, in 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 any great way. Like, the, oh man, I've got some. Do you know how long is this podcast? Because I've got a shitload of stories of shit. Basically, tell a couple. Right, there's one time I was in Yates's. This is back in Middle King. Fucking yeah, yeah, and I had a bad tummy ache. Doing a uh, shit in Yates's is yeah. the lowest, lowest thing you can do. No, I know. And then uh, I, I remember I was like, got to the toilet, and it was just both both traps were urine soaked hellholes. 
So I just had to do that thing when you're pissed up and like just um, like crouch Hover. in a crouching position. And then in my mind, it's like right, what, it's feet, be... feet on the on the no no no, no 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 on the floor oh. and just just hover over the rim. Right, right. And um, I kind of like in my mind, it's like right, I've got diarrhea. Just force it out, get it as done as quick as you can, and then like go and then wipe, and then I kind of like forced it out <laughs> and um, look to the toilet. Did it go? <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was just shot out. And then I looked to the toilet, uh, to the, where the tissue was, and, uh, and got the tissue, and I, it was, like, coming to the end of the row, and I just, like, there was literally just enough for me Jesus. to, like, wipe my ass with. And I threw it back in the toilet, and I looked in the toilet, I was like, fuck me, that couldn't have been a ghosty. Like, what the... <laughs> and I looked, and it just shot all on the walls, all, all on the system. And I could hear someone in the Uranus going, bloody hell, mate, that stinks. And do you know what I did? I opened the door, the guy looked at me, and I just went, I'm so sorry. Walked out of the toilets, walked down the stairs, got in a taxi and went home. <laughs> that was it. That was at, like, nine o'clock. <laughs> so what, it just... <laughs> yeah, it just got everywhere. And I didn't really... Because I, I forced it out, because I didn't want to be in that... Crouching tiger, hidden, get away from the urine, uh, and uh, yeah, and it just it just went a little bit too far. But yeah, that uh, th- there is a lot of stories like that. But um, go on, yeah, one more. Uh, well, not really a story, but um, I just remember like uh, when I when I was when I was younger, I went on holiday and I went to Cornwall, Dorset, and you went crab fishing, got a crab, put them all back in the sea. <laughs> And, and, and I kept one because I was young and, and I just wanted to keep a crab. So I kept it in this bucket and I put it under the caravan and obviously it died. Um, a couple of days later, I wanted to have a little check on it. And uh, I, I pulled the bucket out and uh, the smell, I can remember to this day, and it's exactly the same smell as when I've had a heavy session. I wake up in the morning and I go... And it's, it just takes me back to Devon. <laughs> De- Devon and the dead crab. When, you, when you've had a 4am, like, shit, man, I need to get home. This is this is only going one way, yeah. So, yeah, Devon and the dead crab. And the diarrhea, yeah. There's just uh, there's, there's, there's quite a lot. That's the name of the podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> De- Devon and the dead crab. Um... I wouldn't want it all the time, though. Sometimes it's nice to have a good clear out, yeah. like just a purge of the system, mm. but not not like every day I'm going for diarrhea. <coughs> um, do you remember back in the day on Twitter you used to have poo chat? Yeah. Hashtag poo chat. Um, I think every time you come back on the pod, Rick, you give us another of your poo stories. Uh, I can do, yeah. Do you, remember, do, Rick, do you remember the phone that you had to shoot up your ass? That was L's. That was L's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was L's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another mate of us, another person that I know who's got uh, some problems with his stomach. Colitis. Yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. he? Do you remember? And he used to. <laughs> he had this. He had this foam. It was like a whipped, like a whipped cream type <laughs> thing. <laughs> he used to whack it up his ass. Uh, handheld was... fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, it was like a handheld. And he used to put nozzle up his ass and shoot this foam up his ass. And I think the idea was to give him relief. I, I, I can't remember. Don't know, he ate it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you listen to the podcast. Els, if you listen to the podcast, um, let us know about that. And we'll we'll fill the listeners in later. Um, let us know about that. And if you've got any poo stories, that'd be great. <laughs> so, you, you're, I imagine you're regular, isn't you? He's one of the most uh, healthiest people we know. Yeah. But he's just kind of... Yeah, diarrhea is not enjoyable because it's normally because you're ill. No, no I, I don't. I, don't, I don't get where this guy's coming from. I like solid. No, shit. I don't know. No, it's just one of those questions. So, yeah, I, yeah. so he, he basically loves it. Yeah. 
which is going to lead on to other things yeah. sexually eventually for him. Yeah, he's, got, he's, got, he's going down a, scat, he's going down that rabbit hole, isn't he? Scat route, isn't it? <laughs> scat, man. Uh, yeah, he... Um, can it ever be enjoyable? The fact that you're thinking that means that you like it, which is fine. I've got no problem with that. It's better than kiddie porn, isn't it? It yeah, can be yeah. enjoyable if you are if you know you need to shit <laughs> and you're <laughs> shitting in the toilet instead of something. yourself. Yeah. That's for the only moment it can be enjoyable. Okay. Gator Armour on Reddit, he says, who's the worst... What's the... Who's worse to have next to you on a flight? An obese man spilling over the edge or a family with uncontrollable toddlers? I'm going to go for the obese man spilling over the edge. I fucking hate it being on a train or an aeroplane and the cunt next to you takes, yeah. Yeah. takes the middle, yeah. takes the armrest. Yeah. Like, I haven't put my arm on there out of respect for you. Yeah. I don't want to invade your... But then, then don't just take advantage of that. By sticking it on there. One of the things I hate is that um, people know when they're when they're a big unit, um, and they're just like legs open, arms out, and it's mm. just kind of like, well, I'm just just taking it. So, like, have a bit of consideration, man. Mm. Like, on, mm. like, even though I'm a small frame man, I might want to put my arm on the rest. Yeah, I, I don't, but just you know, just well, offer it. I, I, I do, I shut do, your legs. I do like having my arm on the rest. Yeah, I do like it. It's much more comfortable for me. And if not, you're kind of sitting like that. And also, I get like a. You're out man in me. Yeah, yeah. You get like the. I get, you've got to play long term. Like, on a plane, you've got hours. So give it to them for the first 15, 20, 30 minutes, but then you'll get it. Eventually, you get eventually it. they'll slip. Take your opportunity. So I, I, and then you so, won't move because you don't want to lose your armrest. You got, you'll stay in your seat. Piss yourself. Shit yourself. Anything, Just, anything for the win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a party with <laughs> I've sat next to kid. I've sat next to a kid all the way from um, London to Miami. And all he kept fucking saying was, we're on a plane. And then, moose. I want to see the moose. And it was this iPad game and the moose would walk in. And he just kept, moose. Every time the moose came out, he had to say it. You sure it didn't have kind of some sort of special need? No, I don't think so. He was a kid. You hated a kid with special need. I, I don't know kids very well, but he, he kept shouting moose and where's the plane? How old was he? And the nanny was like, what, on the plane? Because the parents were in first class and they'd left the nanny that and is, the kids. That is a scumbag, scumbag move. Because yeah. then the, the mum came out and she goes, is everything okay with the boy? How was he? He's got his, his tablet, his, his thing. Take him as the first class with you, prick. They left him there with the nanny. Wow. Nanny was pretty fit. Wow. Of course she was. Yeah. She was pretty yeah. fit. Yeah. Alright. Nice. <laughs> Good work. Yeah, he's been. Boys. Yeah. I've enjoyed that. Feel better now, buddy? I feel really happy. Do you? Yeah, I'm really happy. Good. Go home and say to your missus, neither of us are going to die. We're all we, good. We die together. <laughs> yeah. The way one isn't left I mean, behind. you could. You could. Um, yeah, let's leave it. Because no, it can get quite bleak and dark quite quickly. Hmm. Um, thank you, boys. Uh, remember, the fight got sponsored by fans, but if you want to flutter at football, and want to do it with a company that gives 50% of its profits back to fans, then you can. Fighting Cock is on there. So it's fansbet.com, I want to say, or .co.uk. should know that. For, for what? Fansbet's website. If you type in Fansbet, it yeah. should take you there. Yeah, no fucking types out the full URL anymore. Um, and then uh, when, you, when you've done it, uh, signed up for an account, select Fighting Cock in, in the drop down, and then we um, they can check out successful this sponsorship's been yeah I've got um, I'm thinking beyond fans of it one day because I'm not sure I mean not not going to last forever is it um, we got followed by a gentleman's club yeah an escort agency as well oh yeah hello. yeah <laughs> hello <laughs> um, I'm going to contact them again would you join a sponsored pod Imagine a fighting cock sponsored by Sparkles. Is it called Sparkles? <laughs> I don't know I made that up but it's got to be something like that isn't it Beavers yeah and as long as they don't as long as they don't offer to pay with Clunge, 
I think we could. It could be. How would you feel about that? Feel all right? What being paid by clans? No, no, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Being paid by money from clans, from the sale of clans. Oh god, yeah, that is that is a bit of a, a moral thing that, well, we, that it, we'll have to discuss betting. off the podcast. <laughs> 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 What's worse, the betting, betting, gambling, clunge? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying getting paid in in sexual favour. Yeah, no, I'm just no, saying. No. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's an ethical um, strip club, I don't think it's definitely an escort agency. I, I, no, no, I'd feel a bit funny about. No, it. no, it is. I'm going to contact them. Oh. <laughs> It's not an ethical. It's not an ethical. I mean, struggle. is it like it's up to? Like, I, I applaud a woman's right to make money from her body. Or a man's right. We, maybe there's a male stripper. Maybe or someone. Or who's it might be a gay escort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but no one. That's it. No one says, "Oh, I feel sorry for gay escorts." Do they? They always think, I "Feel sorry for escorts or, or prostitutes, women." But they're. they're someone then, out there. There's men out there that are doing it as well. Yeah. And I think we should make money from it if we can. So um, I might. Contact. I just thought it'd be quite funny, innit? it? The fighting cock, sponsored by Sparkles. <laughs> if you're a unhappily married man and you need to put your end away, or contact Sparkles. Great one. rates, yeah. lovely looking birds. <laughs> Get involved. What? Nothing. What did he say? I didn't. Hear no, you don't I, have to be married to enjoy the company of a of a paid lady. You could be a single guy. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. But I think the I think. Married men that have been together for a long time who are kind of bored of the sex are prime targets for escorts. Okay. I'd imagine. Yeah. Alright. Social Podcast Network. Sports 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 Social Podcast Network. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? 
Insurance Corporation will fulfill request to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm, in the order it was received. Please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.